Hello and welcome. For International Women's Day on We the People, we're going to hold a mirror to us as a society. This week, as the We the People team brainstormed on what topic to do, we were pleasantly surprised to come across an advertisement that, in a break from the past, puts the spotlight on India's deeply entrenched and patriarchal ways of thinking sometimes that needs to change if we are to drive equality for women. Take a look at what we're talking about. What's wrong? All okay? Kamal, do you realize what happened today? Today, I didn't have time to go to the house today. I'm sending you a mail in the phone. I'm not going to reach the house. Yes, it's going to be. You're going to meet people. I had so much to do. Relax. I told you earlier, but just acted like my time didn't matter. Hi, hi. I'm Kamal. My wife Seema. हम लोग ऊपर रहते हैं. I'm Sid. I'm Aman. Hi. Hi, hi. अंदर आइए ना. हम बस नाश्ते की तैयारी करते हैं. Please have some. Aman first class बहुत बनाता है. अंदर आइए ना. Come, come. Yeah. Yeah. Please. This way. चाय लेंगे या कॉफी? Um. चाय? चाय. Yeah. Awesome. बताने की कोशिश भी की पर देखो साथ में कैसे काम करते हैं तुमने मेरी बात समझी नहीं इसमें क्या है जब मैं और अविनाश कॉलेज में साथ रहते थे ना तो हम भी सारा काम बांट के ही करते थे सिर्फ मुझे ही सब कुछ करना पड़ता है अगर सिर्फ अमन एक साथ काम कर सकते हैं तुम अविनाश के साथ एक साथ काम बांट के करते थे तो मेरे साथ क्यों नहीं तुमने मुझे अपने बराबर समझा नहीं ना Wow. How did that clip make you feel? Did it resonate? Did you empathize as a man, a husband, a father to daughters, a partner who loves and wants to support his wife in her professional endeavors? How did that make you feel? Let's get a conversation going. Joining us now first is uh, Gayatri Sharma. She's a businesswoman. She runs a daycare. Gayatri, thank you for joining us. You run a business. You're also looking after a family. It includes two sons. It includes your in-laws. You're a one-woman army. This ad, it spoke to you. 
Thank you so much for, I'm so excited to be in the part of the show. Uh, yes, you're right. I do run a daycare and I do all the work at home. And, um, you know, it's, it's my side of the story, you know, which is I am so excited that I am part of this, you know, Women's Day special. So I would just like to say, you know, as I like work all day from morning, I get up, my alarm sets at 6.45 and my day ends at 11 o'clock in the night. So, you know, because I work and it's not, you know, like the old generation, which, you know, when our dads used to work, mom used to be home. Nowadays, you know, when I see that, you know, husband and wife, they go out and when, you know, they, they even for a stroll or anything, you know, when they go out, they come back, the husband sits and they expect a tea or anything from the woman. So I wonder, like, what has, what has happened over the period of time that we are just so dependent, you know, that on the woman only to do all the housework. You know, I juggle between, uh, between the kids, between my own kids, between other people's kids. <laughs> and, you know, it's like taking care of the in-laws, socializing, parties, and, you know, dr- uh, driving the kids with their activities and everything. So, you know, it's like... Um, like all the women nowadays that I know are all of them are working. So it's like, uh, why do only we women have to, you know, go and do all the work and just husbands just laying around watching TV and, you know, doing their thing. And especially during COVID times, I realized that, you know, it's like I I thought the work will be shared. And, you know, it's like I was like, okay, I'm working, you're working. How come the food is just my responsibility? You know, so it's like doing like small little chores, like doing the laundry, you know, even the kids packing up the snacks, doing the dishes. It's a nonstop job, you know, especially for the woman who is doing everything for the house. Absolutely. No matter what you say, you are the primary caregiver for everybody. There is no break for you when you finish your first shift your second shift starts you're constantly on the second shift Gayatri you know thank you for being so candid you are not alone there are millions of women out there like you who need someone to share the load because it's not just our children it's not just our parents or our in-laws it's it's you know the 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 couples together. Neetu Kumar joins us. Neetu Gupta uh, joins us. She's a homemaker. Neetu, you uh, had, you know, took a break uh, from your career because of uh, childcare and home responsibilities at uh, various points. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah, for giving me the opportunity to address this issue because this issue is very uh, close to my heart. I have been a professional social worker and a psychotherapist for some time. But I have taken gradual breaks as and when there were critical phases of my parenting. Because, uh, you know, uh, there is a lot of insensitivity in the workforce when it comes to women and childcare. And, you know, uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, good organizations who are offering services like Crash. And uh, there are a lot of mothers who are enjoying these facilities. But mostly mothers who have a responsibility of childcare are deprived of these, uh, deprived of these services. Sure. So what happens is that uh, you have to take a decision at that point of time that whether your child protection and your child care is of importance or not. Yeah. And then uh, it is uh, as life comes uh, on you, you have to take that life uh, accordingly. So what happens is that uh, I have taken uh, three or four breaks in my career and presently I'm a homemaker with two young daughters. And I wanted to support them in their education. I wanted to have the, them. I wanted them to have a wholesome experience of life, sure. which I feel that uh, that is possible when you are parenting 
uh, your child and giving individual attention. Correct. And I had uh, tried these services also, which were not very helpful. So, uh, because you know, maids and all these support services are there, but you have to monitor them. Yeah. And without a support yeah. system, it is very difficult. Mm. So, and, and uh, did this lead to professional setbacks for you? You're highly educated. Course. You have a degree in corporate social responsibility, but did this yeah. lead to professional setbacks? See, uh, we talk about work-life balance, but there is no equal partnership when it comes to parenting. So, uh, this is what uh, this is what happens. You know. Uh, when you have, when you are a professional, you have to work and you have to take care of the uh, child also. Then, if you have services, childcare services in in your town, in your city, in your country, then you can avail these services. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have proper adequate services of child protection, childcare, then what is the only option left with the woman? The yeah, only it option falls on you. Pardon? You're the one, it falls on you. You're finally responsible. But, um, you know, the points you have raised have been reflected in this latest Pew study that shows 40% of Indians say that marriage is more satisfying with traditional gender roles. Whereas that, by that, they mean the husband provides for the family, the wife takes care of the house and the children. 34% say child care should be handled primarily by women. Yet at the same time, we're seeing more women in the workspace, like Gayatri points out. So does this lead to friction? Things are changing. Ranjana Kumari joined She's the director of the Center for Social Research. She's the uh, chairwoman of the Women Power uh, Connect uh, project. Ranjana, you know, in the past, growing up myself as a girl child in India, we saw advertisements that reinforce stereotypical gender roles. And it was subliminal messaging, right? I mean, I myself, I wasn't even offended by it until I was much older. What were your feelings? Uh, what feelings uh, did this clip elicit in you? Well, I think it is a very positive uh, reinforcement uh, and also it challenges the stereotypical role of women, uh, such advertisement. And I'm happy because I'm also a member of the Advertising Council of India, that is ASCII, I'm board member. And I know that there is a very important study which has been recently conducted called Gen uh, Gender Next, you know, gender and how uh, gender is represented in advertisements. And a lot of code uh, of conduct has been and also guidelines have been prepared and uh, we have been helping in doing that. But on the other side, you see, one, one should get into the deeper issue. That is about, uh, you know, how uh, household work is backbreaking. It is drudgerous. It is totally uninteresting for a lot of women who work. I think because we all know that there is absolutely no empowerment to this work. In fact, it is disempowering and takes away our agency because it has no value. I mean, I'm not only talking about financial value because recently we were all excited about a debate when one of the political parties from South India declared that when they come to power, they are going to give the money and add value to household work. Mm. But, you know, to try and understand this, that the women, when they, uh, men spend only, only 23 minutes of the day or sometimes even, you know, there are different studies which have calculated sure. and, and timeline studies. So they talked about 13 minutes to 23 minutes that men spend on the household chores and women do 297 minutes and 234 men depending on which study you're looking at so you know imagine the the comparison i mean women's yeah. whole life goes into looking after children you know men the other elderly in the family and there's no perceived uh, value to it also yes and no value to it not appreciation also respect 
not even the respect i mean and then on the on the contrary if anything goes wrong there is domestic violence so women through household work are going through drudgery that is physical mm. labor then mental harassment and they a lot of them get into all kinds of mental health issues mm. and also that there is absolutely no no agency that they get because sure. of that work. and i want to also so contextualize this because you know because of the pandemic many officers have moved to work from home and women you know talk about like we talk about you we say work from home is a, is a boon we don't have to do deal with traffic every day but what about women because it really has made things harder with school closed kids are at home and you see those um, you know videos of uh, uh, women trying to be on a zoom call and the kid comes into the screen and we all laugh and we think it's so cute but actually it's i mean it as a professional it can be traumatizing it's it's difficult and stressful to do all of this uh, you know trying to work the kids are annoying at you uh, for something or the other and uh, you're trying to load the laundry and you're on a call like you know this this is the reality the reality check of what work from home often is uh, is playing out on your screens right now um that is also this past year the pandemic has made things worse yes sir if you asking me this question i can tell you that lot more happened during pandemic because lot of men were not used to staying at home the women who were trapped in violent situation became worse and also that you know the women who were working from home was not easy not only because children were disturbing or household work was waiting for them on the other side but also when the bosses called at odd times husbands sure. would be pressurizing them and saying what is this late night calls who's this who's calling you this mm. is no work if they come back home late doesn't matter mm. or they are working through the night doesn't matter if women are doing the same work id sector as you know and many other the things aren't nowadays, equal for not, everyone it's okay. not equal there is not at all uh, i want yes, to bring sir. in uh, uh, Shara, the aerial brand spokesperson, the chief marketing officer of PNG India, uh, joining us now. Shara, you know, uh, I saw this video, and I'll be honest, it did. It made me a bit uncomfortable because you know it hits a little too close to home. On the outside, the outwardly image is that we are modern Indian women, we're financially independent, we're career women. But even with me. This struck a chord because, in a sense, we're all um, at some point we've all been. Uh, Deepa, like the woman in in the ad. So, congratulations first on being the change. That's not always easy. How did this share the load movement come about? Nice to meet you, Tushala. Um, the aerial share the load movement really started back in 2015. Uh, the conversation was triggered by the fact that over 95 percent of Indian households uh, in India are only women doing the laundry. Uh, whereas we know that household chores should really be a joint responsibility. Back in uh, 2015, uh, we sparked a uh, conversation with a simple film that raised uh, a very simple question: Is laundry only a woman's job? Uh, the film was very well received, and in fact, triggered a massive national debate on the subject, making for the first time, you know, the thankless laundry chore uh, the face of a movement. Uh, against gender inequality in the division of household chores in 2016 uh, we followed this up with uh, dad share the load which urged uh, fathers to break the cycle of prejudice uh, that was being passed on from one generation to the other in the form of conditioning uh, we know uh, that uh, children often learn um, from what they see and if they grow up seeing inequality in their household and inequality in the division of household chores 
Absolutely. It really ends up being uh, perceived as normal and being passed down um, to the next generation. Yeah. So really, over the last seven years, we've been giving men uh, more and more reasons to really share the Lord. In 2018, with sons share the Lord, we asked if we were teaching our sons what we were teaching our daughters. We urge parents to be change makers uh, and change the way we raise our sons to prepare them to be equal partners. In 2020, uh, with uh, share the load for equal sleep, we had a conversation around how household chores like laundry were coming in the way of women getting enough uh, sleep and rest. Wow. The data showed that uh, often women are first to get up and the last to sleep. Yeah due to the physical and mental load of household chores. Uh, we've all seen our mothers do the same. Yeah. So really, over the years, we've had uh, multiple conversations, we've made progress. In fact, in the context of uh, the pandemic and the lockdown, we witnessed 82% of urban men uh, participating in household chores. So not equally, but they were participating, right? Uh, but unfortunately, as you come back to normalcy, unfortunately, 7 out of 10 women um, are saying that their partners have helped. Um, they know how to do household chores, uh, but have now stopped actively participating in household chores. So they can do it, but uh, now they've stopped again. Dr. Anjali Chabria joins us. She's a mental health uh, therapist, uh, psychiatrist, director of the Mind Temple Institute of Behavioral Sciences. Uh, doctor, you know this unequal distribution of work from morning to evening, how does that affect one's mental health? So what happens to a woman is that constantly she is feeling as if she's on the beck and call of anybody and everybody who needs her. And she has no rights over her time, over her body or over her mind. And I think that needs to change because if that keeps happening, it affects her self-esteem. She lands up with issues like anxiety, depression, other mental health and other physical health disorders. And if that keeps happening, she has metabolic changes as well. Yeah. Because of that, she could go in for diabetes, high blood pressure. You know, it leads to obesity. And that can further impact both your physical and mental health. So and as Sharad points out, women are getting less time to rest compared to their partners, no time for self-care, certainly no time to prioritize one's own health and one's own fitness. Their hands are always full of some laundry uh, or the other. So but to conclude, doctor, you know, we could say that a happier home, I mean, uh, uh, an equal home where work is divided more equitably between men and women make for happier homes that means better homes for our kids too but are we seeing uh, signs of that um, you know is change a brewing let's go across to Aisha Sikh she's a professional makeup artist she joins us with her husband Gaurav who's a content creator and I'm told you're a couple that believes in equality and sharing the load with each other so we're very happy to have you on the show but Aisha you're a makeup artist right so I'm guessing that entails a lot of travel and a lot of late nights how do you manage I like I said uh, you know we share the load so when I'm traveling uh, got to make sure that, you know, he doesn't have to travel uh, outside at all. So that is like a unwritten pact between two of us. That I'm, I'm, Of course, it happens that sometimes, you know, we may have a couple of days overlapping where he has to travel as well. But we have a very good support system at home. And also, uh, you know, we believe that 
one parent must always be around the kids even though we have a very very good uh, you know caretaker at home and uh, it's never really come in the way of my work to be very honest so in fact he was the one who you know kind of pushed me into taking my first film my second daughter was only 2 years old and uh, i was thinking you know i had the contract in front of me and i was like should i sign this because it just felt so wrong as a mother to leave like her two daughters behind and the younger one is just 2 years old but i remember he just came and he sat across the table and he said you know what you've said no to so many projects and it's time that you really take off and i remember signing that contract and i was out of the house for 45 days mm. and after that there's wow. been no looking back and i i think he understood that you know i mean of course as a as a new mother you are the primary caregiver so nobody else can take that role away from you right and uh, two years passed i had taken a big break and without me having to tell him he realized this and he was the final push aisha how wonderful to hear this you know and you are blessed and imagine as you put it you can take time for you to take off how many more millions of women are just waiting for that opportunity so they can take off in their careers so i want to ask gorav gorav you Sarah, know i so- want to i want to add something whenever you give me the time sure. let me just get gorav in uh, uh, gorav you know you saw the sad uh, and it raises the question because it's not that men can't do this job clearly they can i mean you don't need to be a scientist rocket scientist to load the laundry or to clean clean the house or fold a, a clothes iron a shirt right but clearly these men if they can share the load equally when they're with other men what comes in the way of sharing the load when they're with their wives right i mean is it uh, an issue that arises from years of unconscious bias how did you break out of this mold so i would say in one word that uh, conditioning plays a big role upbringing plays a big role observing your own family when you're growing up plays a big role uh, we we live in a patriarchal society we have for hundreds and thousands of years that's not going to change in 20 years or 30 years or in one generation it will take some time it will take some education most importantly you know messaging like this is slowly going to chip away at that fabric of thought which you know entitles men to feel that it's okay they're earning a living they're out 10 hours a day slogging and it's the role of the wife to uh, you know bring up the kids clean the house cook the food and overall take care of it this is the division of labor which has been around for hundreds of years and this is how it should be from you know time immemorial but not understanding that for me for example losing out on bringing up my girls or spending time with them is not a chore i mean yeah. me to clean up the house that i live in or cook the food that i eat and partake in as well is not a chore it's part of the process it's not something that needs to be instilled or saying oh you know what you should do it sometimes and i saw this a lot during covid and i can't obviously comment for the country but i saw a lot of men stepping up i saw a lot of my friends stepping up because you know there was no outside help allowed there was so yeah. much which was uh, changing so fast i think people stepped up and of course there will be cases which is not true but i feel that you know stuff that you know ariel is doing and stuff that you guys are doing in terms of messaging will play a role but it will not happen overnight all right uh, uh, you know you talk about messaging so let's go back to sharat sharat you know tv is a shared experience in india we all sit together do you believe that when uh, the whole family is watching this this will prick the conscience of you know the men uh, the fathers in the group i think the share the load is really a movement a movement is really about sparking and joining conversations that consumers are already having i think this uh, 
you know, whenever we look at you know, evaluating um, the films that we put out, one of the things that we look at is, you know, what conversation will this drive, right? If two people are sitting together, a couple is watching this film, and once they watch the film, what will this enable mm. on inequality to, to, to come out? And will it enable uh, the woman uh, in the household to trigger the conversation around uh, the inequality that exists? And we've seen that happening, right? We've seen millions and millions of uh, men uh, pledging to share the load over the years, right? Uh, the participation has gone up, as I said. Uh, but there's so much to be done, right? Uh, men are contributing to household chores. They have during the lockdown. Uh, they know how to share the load. They've done it in the past. Women know that men know how to share the load. 80% of the women, as I said, have told us that men are fully capable of performing household chores. So it's really about a mindset and having conversations that help change our attitude from, mm. or, may, or the men's attitude from, I need to help her. All really, right. that household chores is our joint responsibility. If yeah. Take for okay. us to bring about change sooner than later. Okay, so if it's about a mindset, I'm out of time. But Gayatri, quickly to you, because you have two sons. How does one break out of this vicious cycle? Last word to you quickly. This is what I realized that, you know what, we can't change the husbands, but we can change our children, right? So what I have started doing is with my younger one, especially, he helps, helps me with, uh, you know, with cooking, with a little bit of laundry. So he says, that I, I cannot fold mom. So what he's done is he's had hangers. So he has like 50 hangers in his closet where he just hangs it. So it just helps me. I don't have to fold it anymore, you know, and the dishes. So he's like, okay, mama, at least I can put the spoons away. So just helping out, you know, doing our future with our only kids is what I can say we can help out with the future generation, designing the future for the kids to make it a better world and make it an equal world for the coming generation. You couldn't have said it better. I think uh, we should condition children from an early age to understand that household chores have no gender and to bring up our sons, to bring up our boys to be better, more supportive partners for all of our daughters. Thank you all for being part of this conversation today. It's a very important one. It needs to be talked about. Thank you for joining us on We The People.